yo. Uh, my name is Mike Kajanski. I just want to introduce myself and do a little introduction uh, episode today to kind of introduce you to who I am, uh, what I'm about, what I got going on, where I come from, and overall what this, uh, this journey and this ride is going to be. Uh, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I'm 33 years old. I uh, moved out to Los Angeles in January of 2010. Uh, since then, I've been a celebrity personal assistant. I've been a talent logistics coordinator. Uh, I've continued to be an MC hip-hop artist. And I just recently was accepted into the Groundlings Theater and School here in L.A. Uh, for improv to kind of get my acting chops going. Um, but like I said, I was originally born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, where I've been dabbling in sports and music. And music, I, I finally started to catch some breaks uh, later on, at the end of high school years. A few years after high school is when things really started to pick up, where I was asked to help promote an upcoming album for a legendary, like the group from where I'm from, uh, Cleveland, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, they had an up-and-coming album called Strength and Loyalty, and a fellow uh, friend of mine that I met through the years, um, Quincy, in his right hand uh, at the time, Sincere, shout out Sincere, uh, that's my homie. Uh, so they gave me a break. They, they said, you know, hey, we see you coming to the clubs, you're doing your performances, you're always the first one there, last one to leave, you carry yourself right, you know, would you help us, you know, with this marketing strategy um, for this upcoming album, you know, getting flyers around town, posters up, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I did it. I knocked it out of the park. Uh, and it, you know, really helped me, you know, gain some more recognition, not only just like with the, the local scene, but, you know, uh, this was the first time I, I had my hands on uh, working for and people that were in the industry. Like they, they legitimately, were, they were the big leagues. Um, so I continued to kind of create my own music and my, my own platform uh, over the next few years. Uh, started performing all over the Midwest with one of my closest friends, uh, kind of became his hype man, DJ, and we had a lot of success touring all through the, the Midwest, um, doing different shows and venues, and we finally sat down one day and, you know, we were like, what are we doing? You know, do we, do we just want to be, you know, this little Midwest um, semi- popular you know group and artists or you know do we do we want to do something bigger so we decided to pack up the car um you know a few months later we we set a date uh we packed up my car and uh we we drove out west um and as soon as we got to LA uh, we didn't even know where we were staying at the point we just we just knew with uh the energy we had to bring that uh we would we would figure it out and um we were lucky enough once we literally crossed over the state lines into California. Uh, my girl called me and said, hey, you know, uh, my neighbor actually has family that lives out there and uh, they're willing to rent a room out. So uh, we found a place to stay. Literally, I think it, it was less than an hour of crossing over the border into California. We finally had a place to stay. Uh, we were just going to rent a hotel room and figure it out. Um, but yeah, so we got to LA and I just got right to work. I just always have been that kind of person where I can't sit still. I always have to stay busy working on something, um, trying to create the next dollar. And I was all over the internet trying to find jobs and just wasn't finding anything. And eventually I found this Craigslist ad for, um, it was called like seat filling. And I didn't know what the heck that was. So I reached out. Uh, I just knew that it was an opportunity to be in front of people and around people that are from here. 
and I got a response. They, they asked me to come on out a few days later. Here, I got selected to be a seat filler for the Grammy Awards uh, at the Staples Center here in L.A., which is the biggest music night of the year. So I had to scrunch up the little bit of money I had. You know, I think I only brought four, maybe $500 I had total moving across the country, which now that I go back thinking about that, that was idiotic, but made it work. Um, so I went and rented a tux for, I think it was like 80, 90 bucks. And next thing I know, I was standing outside of the Staples Center uh, waiting to get inside to the Grammy Awards to help however I could. Um, and it, it was a life-changing moment for me. I mean, I wasn't even in Los Angeles for a week, and here I was standing outside about to be inside the biggest, the biggest event in music. And uh, fast forward to now, uh, it's almost been 10 years to the day and we're wrapping up 2019 and this was January of uh, 2010. I've now worked on over 100 events from the Grammys to the Emmys to the Oscars, the People's Choice Awards, uh, the BET Awards, um, inauguration events of like we opened up, uh, what did we open up? We opened up the African-American History Museum uh, in D.C. where, you know, there was like three or four presidents there. And um, we worked Sinatra's 100th birthday celebration, like just some unreal moments and uh, experiences that just that going forward as soon as I got here, uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to continue on. Um, and since then, I've been, you know, freelancing for different logistic companies um, for the last nine years, which has created endless memories and relationships with like industry powerhouses that, you know, I might not have had access to, you know, or came by like organically. Um, and those like unique opportunities eventually led me to some amazing opportunities like becoming a full-time assistant to A-list entertainers across music, TV, technology. Um, you know, I got my, my first break um, getting into the assistant world. I was working at a local gym in town. It was called uh, Sports Club LA at the time, which eventually got bought out by this Monopoly big old gym, Equinox, which I'm sure you guys have heard of. Um, but I was just working in the maintenance department trying to get by my first year out here. Uh, I was working three jobs. I was I was working unloading trucks at a TJ Maxx uh, from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Then I'd work at the gym from like 11 a.m. to like 6 p.m. And then I worked at a shoe store in the mall selling freaking high heels um, because my girl had a connection. Uh, her uncle worked for the company and, you know, I, I was working three different jobs to get by. And uh, one day I was at the gym and I was in the yoga room, you know, cleaning the, the mats in there and disinfecting them and wiping them down. And I would always bring in my demos, you know, new songs I was working on and I was playing them over the loudspeakers. And uh, this lady walked in and started setting up her mat early, getting her stuff together. And, you know, she'd always casually say hi. But today she goes, you know, what are you, what are you listening to? This is this is kind of this is kind of funky. I like I like this. And I said it was me. And she, you know, uh, she's come to become one of my best friends now is pretty much closest family I got out here um but she turns and she goes there's no way that's you there's there's just absolutely no way the little quiet guy that's always cleaning equipment and fixing machines like there's no way that's you and I'm like it, it's yes that's that's me that's that's my music like you know I produced it and that's me the rapping right now and she goes why are you working here and I go well I, I just moved out here not too long ago I'm trying to get by um you know and I'm, I'm doing what I gotta do she goes no 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 we we gotta figure this out and it eventually led to 
uh, her needing some assistance. Um, you know, she, she said, hey, you know, what do you make here? And I told her, and she's like, I'll give you a dollar more uh, to help me get around town. You know, um, she is like a juvenile diabetic. Uh, she's had f what feels like 1,900 kidney transplants. I know it hasn't been that, but I believe it's two. Uh, she had a pancreas transplant, all, all kinds of stuff. Um, she's been through the ringer, but um, just one of the most solid people, most loyal people that has ever came into my life. And um, she gave me an opportunity. She, she grabbed me out of that gym. She, she said, I am not going to let you sit here and clean equipment um, with your abilities and the skill sets that you have. So she, she pulled me out. Uh, I assisted her for several years. I think it was just over three years, maybe it was like three and a half, almost four years. And um, I just helped her with everything from getting her place to place, um, picking up groceries, you name it. And it really brought me into this world that I knew was out there, but I had no clue of how to even get in. And so I did that for a while and mixed it with my freelancing on the, uh, the award shows and TV shows. And it eventually got my resume to where it needed to be. And I was ready to jump in, you know. Um, so I'll, I'll get more into, you know, what happened for me to finally start working with uh, celebrities and entertainers and um, business CEOs and stuff like that you know, in further episodes and, uh, you know, I'll touch into different things and answer any questions anyone has as far as that world goes. Um, but, you know, it, it was it was the work ethic. It was, I moved to Los Angeles, had a few hundred dollars on me. I had no choice but to put in work or tuck my tail and come home. And I, I wasn't doing that. That's not me. I was, I was too embarrassed to fail. Um, and, you know, that work ethic, it, it put me into rooms and situations with some of the most iconic people in their respective industries, you know, um, and I continued to pursue my own dreams along the way. And it's it's really molded this story um, of mine, not only into like a unique one, but one full of unimaginable and priceless pieces of knowledge and advice for pursuing your dreams, um, finding happiness and how to truly become one of one, you know, um, my whole mantra, uh, and this whole music thing, uh, the label has always been real from day one. Uh, and my little mantra I have is I, I created an acronym for hope, which stands for happiness over people's expectations. And I, I truly live by that. I'm, you know, I'm just a kid that's been living on my own since I was 17. I moved to LA when I was 23 years old. And since then, uh, I've been a part of over 100 events every year from the Grammys and uh, Emmys, Oscars. And I've been around endless, you know, amounts of influential people from music, TV, um, tech, uh, business. And I've, I've been in room with some of the most powerful people in the world in their respective industries off of me just not settling and thinking that this is all life had to offer. And... Um, you know, I'm really excited to share this this next chapter with you. I'm really excited to dive into some of these things. Uh, I'm going to open up, you know, uh, get you guys my email address on social media once I get everything rolling and start giving me some questions and I'll answer them for you. Uh, I'm going to bring in some guests. Uh, one of my best friends out here, Ruth, I'm going to bring her in and she's, uh, you know, going to help me kind of do this whole show to, and uh, this show and kind of be my little partner in crime. Um, and, you know, she's in part of the makeup world. 
Uh, she's stand-up comedian, uh, script writer, um, just overall solid girl. Um, she's very talented, um, one of the most loyal people I've met since coming to L.A., uh, and she's got her own stuff going on, her own things popping, and uh, she's just going to be another great voice, another great personality to have on this ride with me. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you join me on this ride because I'm going to try to give you gems, you know, to kind of help you figure out things in your life, um, answer some of these questions that you guys might have for me. I'll interview some people that I've met along the way. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be ex ex exciting and unique um, opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't share a lot of stuff. And this feels right. This feels like this is what I'm supposed to be doing is uh, getting this out there. And, you know, even if I just inspire one person, you know what? That's, that's what I need. And that's what needs to be done. So let's go. Welcome to Becoming the One. My name is Mike Kajanski. It's a pleasure to meet you.